0: Hey, Matt here, welcome to another episode of Way Back Wednesday, as we're reaching back into the episodes of Do-Over, the podcast that essentially launched the epic real estate investing show. And today is a rather emotional, sentimental one for me as I was going through the archives and came across this one with a good friend, former mentor, Mr. Justin Yates. And uh, he was tragically killed in a plane crash just shortly after this recording with his good friend, Chad Wade. And I'm grateful that I was able to capture a recording of his wisdom. And I'm grateful that I'm able to share it with you. So peace and blessings to Justin and Chad, wherever you are, and to their family and friends. And blessings to you. This is a great gift. So listen close.
1: This is Stereo Media. an era where countless people, businesses, and organizations are feeling the pinch, running out of time, running out of money, losing confidence, feeling as if life is unfair, praying for another chance, and unless something is done, life is going to pass them by. Life is going to pass them by. Fortunately, in the nick of time, there is now a place where the ignored, underestimated and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. Save your career, save your business, save your health, save your relationships, save your life. Get from where you are to where you want to be faster and with greater ease than you ever thought possible. Say hello
0: to your do-over. Welcome to Your Do-Over, the place where once a week, at least once a week, you will hear, learn, and take action on the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results. This is the show where I show people dissatisfied with their current situation how to start over and begin a new life, setting goals and objectives. Goals and objectives that actually work so they can create wealth and live life to the fullest and do it easier, faster, smarter. And you can get a head start and lay a solid foundation for a better life, not to mention a better year, using the three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over for free. And you can get that at FreeDoOver.com. It's a 55-minute MP3 audio program that I made just for you with three specific steps on how to get success as you start over. And it's yours for free at FreeDoOver.com. So, Happy New Year to you. We're kicking off the year with a fantastic show. First, I've got some words of wisdom from the Ultimate Personal Development book, one that you might have overlooked. And second, I have one of my mentors standing by on the phone who's in the middle of an amazing do over himself. And along with his experience and insight he's going to share with you today, I've arranged for you to receive a free resource within his new company. That of which, should you decide to just open your mind a bit and allow him to contribute to you today, you'll be able to eliminate a bunch of the the barriers and challenges that you're likely to face this new year. So you're going to want to pay very close attention to that. You see, to make this new year better than the last, it's likely most of you will have to change your approach, to change your strategy. And one of the best strategies, regardless of, of what you're up to, and, and really in any case, even yours is to find a role model, someone who's already getting the type of results that you want, and then tap into their knowledge. You'll want to learn what they're doing, what their core beliefs are, and and how they think, what they think about, and sometimes, most importantly, what they don't think about. Not only will this make you more effective, it'll also save you a a huge amount of time because you won't have to reinvent the wheel. I mean, you can fine-tune the wheel, you can reshape the wheel, and, and perhaps even make the wheel better. And today's guest can provide you access for that improvement in the new year. So you want to give him your undivided attention. But first, I want to share with you my day in, in church yesterday. And this is not a faith-based show, at least not directly. And it and it doesn't really matter where your faith lies for this to make a difference for you. And what I mean by that is I've immersed myself in personal development for more than two decades now. And I think I was, what, 17 or 18 years old when I bought my first Tony Robbins personal development program. Uh, Unlimited Power, I think, is is the title of it. And I purchased that off an infomercial and, and right there, I mean, my whole world to personal development really opened up and later got involved and listened to Earl Nightingale and, and Napoleon Hill and there was a, a Ogmandino and, and then later the other things like like The Secret came out and The Law of Attraction, all that type of stuff. And I've always just had a, a fascination with that and I've been able to, to learn that stuff and, and been able to apply it and produce amazing results in my life. You know, and and lately you're hearing things like like the secret is is nothing new. I mean, there was this that's been around for years. For example, Wallace Waddle's book, The Science of Getting Rich, very much the foundation for the secret. I mean, that was written in 1910, so the secret is nothing new. I've also heard recently that there's Napoleon Hill's 16 laws of success that are floating around, and and those are available now. And that was the that was the original. A manuscript or the original text that he pulled Think and Grow Rich from. So even Think and Grow Rich, it had a predecessor. And the more and more I, I learn, the more and more I, I see the history behind personal development and the principles behind success. And what I'm finding as, as a newer Christian, I've been uh, going to church and studying the Bible for I was I was going to say a couple years, but that would be embellishing. So I've been serious about it for about the last year, and I've been digging deeper, and my faith is growing. and And the more that I read the Bible, the more I find that you know it's the source for all of this stuff. Okay, it's the source for everything. And what what I mean by that is, yesterday in church we had a great sermon, and and the title of the sermon was "The ABCs of Maximizing 2011." And it was very much personal development driven, but it gave Bible uh, context and, and Bible scripture to support everything. And I just want to share that with you really quick. It started off with Proverbs 17.24. It says, an intelligent person aims at wise action, but a fool starts off in many directions. So that's very much the foundation of this show, is bringing on people who have had these stories of rise and fall and rise again, who've who've taken some of the foolish directions and learned from those mistakes and have been able to apply it into their do-over, where that's essentially the birth of wisdom. And they do it over again, and they do it better, and they, and they take wise action. So the ABCs, A stood for assume responsibility. And the scripture they gave for that was Galatians 6, 5. Each person must be responsible for himself. So if you want this new year to be a great new year, It's going to be up to you. Nobody's going to create that year for you. You have to take responsibility for yourself. You have to take responsibilities for your own thoughts and your own actions. And specifically, you have to take responsibility for your own results. I mean, sure, there's always excuses. I mean, time restrictions get in the way. Money restrictions get in the way. We get busy. We get overwhelmed. uh, We don't know how to do something. We don't have the resources, whatever it may be. But you have to take responsibility for that. 2011 has to be the year you stop blaming other people. You have to stop blaming your circumstances, stop blaming your situation, and stop blaming your lack of resources and your lack of knowledge. You have to take responsibility for that. Nobody's going to do it for you. B, the ABCs of maximizing 2011, B is believe that you can change. And the scripture they gave is Philippians 4.13. Christ gives me strength to face anything. Now, wherever your faith is, just know that you are equipped to handle whatever is dealt. There's nothing out there that you can't accomplish. You have to have the belief. Belief is a very powerful force. It's actually a force multiplier. So you have to believe that you can do it. You have to assume the responsibility and believe that you can change, believe that you can accomplish what you're out to accomplish. Now, C of the ABCs of maximizing 2011 is clarify what you really want. You have to know what you want. You have to begin with the end in mind. If you don't know where you're going, any road is going to get you there. Job 34, 3, 4. We can choose the sounds we want to listen to. We can choose the taste we want in food. And we should choose to follow what is right. But first of all, we must define among ourselves what is good. What do you value? What do you want to change? You have to begin with the end in mind. You have to know what you want. Through my coaching program, I take a lot of people through the first step is defining their dream. And so many of them underestimate that step. They want to get right to the meat. They want to get to the the technique and the strategy and how am I going to get where I want to get? Well, they've got to back up. They don't understand that defining their dream is the meat. Because if your dream is not clearly defined, if you don't know what you're after or what you're going for or where you want to end up you know things like when time gets in the way or or money gets in the way or or your knowledge or resources get in the way or lack thereof is what i'm referring to you know it's really easy to do non-productive activities it's easy to do uh just stuff that doesn't propel you forward it's easy to get discouraged and most of all it's really easy to quit so you've got to clarify what you want you've got to define your dream you've got to get a burning desire to achieve that dream now the d this is the one i like the most it should have been called the ABCDs of maximizing 2011. So the D is don't wait to begin. Don't wait to begin. Ecclesiastes 11.4 says, if you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. And that's just so true. I mean, so many people say, I'm going to wait till things settle down before I go after my dream. Let me just, let me just tie up these loose ends and, and then I'll get started on this or I'll, I'll go take on that. I want you to know life is never going to settle down. It's just the nature of life. It doesn't settle down. So don't wait to begin. And I share this with you because there's just a ton of invaluable information and and insight that's overlooked or ignored because you know it might fall into the category of, oh yeah, I've heard that before, I already know that. Well, I want you to be careful because that's a very dangerous mindset to have. It's a trap. And sure, you may have heard something like, Plan the work and work the plan as a strategy for success. I'm using that just as a very basic example to illustrate this. Uh, Plan the work and work the plan. But if you're not doing it, if if you haven't planned your work and you're not working the plan, even if you've heard it before, if you're not doing it, you don't know it. You see, to know and not do is to not know. Now, there are plenty of people in the world, in fact, the vast majority, I would say, know exactly what to do. The problem is they don't do what they know. It's like the man who, who can read and chooses not to. He's no better off than the man who cannot read. He's no better off than the blind man, essentially. So don't go into the new year being a reluctant learner. Keep an open mind always. Don't fall into the, the know-it-all trap. Because you know what Albert Einstein said. He said, education begins once you know everything. So keep all that in mind as I introduce my guest. Keep an open mind. This is a gentleman that once worked for United Healthcare, earning $75,000 a year. Hit a point where he was completely fed up and then went and took on the world of entrepreneurship in a very, very short period of time, began to generate a seven-figure income. A seven-figure income in a year. That was his annual income. He's got the experience and the knowledge of how to succeed. I mean, he's a great leader in the sense he's shown thousands of others how to succeed, including myself. Like so many, however, the credit crunch a few years ago, it took its toll on his business. And he found himself in a position where he had to do over. And you know I wouldn't have him on this show if he didn't bounce back, right? He has an amazing rise and fall and rise again story that I can't wait for you to hear. But that's not what makes him so great, however. What makes him so great is he's willing to help just about anybody that asks for help, including you, in helping those people how to bounce back and how to rise again. So on the phone, I have Mr. Justin Yates. Justin, thank you for being here today. My pleasure. I want to hear all about what you're currently up to, and we'll definitely get to that, but I want to hear a little about your last endeavor, what you were up to, because I know things were going really, really great for you. I mean, you were really living the good life. I saw it myself, and and I know it's easy to feel unconquerable and on top of the world experiencing the lifestyle you were experiencing. What was the first sign that things were changing for the worse?
2: Well, it's it's interesting. It's a very it's a very emotional roller coaster as you're going through success because you know uh, when when you haven't experienced a massive run of success in your life, you know um, everybody wants it and they quench it and they they want to create success. They want to they want to go out there and make that make their mark in the world. And you just drive and drive and drive and drive and, and I don't know if your know, your listeners know my story, but I mean I went from making you know seventy five thousand dollars a year working at United Healthcare. My master's degree to my best year in my business being 1.2 million dollars in one in one year, which you know, if you equate that out to a year time frame, it's 100 thousand dollars a month. And uh, you know, when you go from that shorter period, where I mean, it, really, I started in 2002, and uh, you know, that best year was 2007. But uh, you know, I didn't have a year less than half a million dollars. That best year being 1.2 million dollars. I mean, it just it, it it really you it, it creates such an emotional roller coaster for yourself, and I'll and I'll, I'll tell a quick story, if that's okay, uh, Matt, uh, of of me buying my Cadillac Escalade because that was one of those moments where you just you feel like you're invincible and nothing nothing matters. Well, it was 2006, August 2006, and you know uh, things were going fantastically well. I walked into the Cadillac dealership and I had a Cadillac. It was just the old model, it was the old the old the old model. Walked in, saw the ESV, saw that it was brand new, it was $86,000, and, um, you know, it was right up the showroom floor, it just came out, and I got in and drove Testrova and said, I, w- I want it, I want it, I-, I want this. Well, by the time I did my evaluation on my Cadillac, my old one, I was basically $20,000 upside down in my Cadillac, and I was paying full price for the new one, and I literally said, okay, here, just take it off this card right here, was how I got paid on a, off, of a, off, a, off a card, that's how they paid us, and they literally dropped 20 grand off my card on to, to bring the other one up from being upside down, paid full sticker for the new car, and that was the mentality that I was in, and it was a brand-new payment of, uh, I think it was $1,350 a month for that payment on that car. And uh, I, it was just one of those moments that I look back, and I'm like,
1: man, you are
2: such an idiot. What were you thinking, being so just so disrespectful to money, so disrespectful to the process, and you get to that point where you um, where you think that you are invincible, and I guess the moments where I saw that that things were changing, but and here's the here's the psychological pattern that you go through that's 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 so ah uh, I, I just I wish for those of you who are listening I hope you never go through this. Chances are you probably will if you're ever gonna go through what I call the race car phase. Um, but you go through that point where you build up this. You go from where you are. To building up that lifestyle of where who you are now, so the cars, the house, the the trips, the the you know the, the discretionary spending, the you know everybody thinking you're the man or you're the woman or you're the person that that's creating the kind of success. And there's that moment where the the, the switch kind of flips. And, and my my particular business, what I was in, it was back in uh, September of '08. Um, I also remember you and the phone. Remember back when uh, the whole stock market shifted and there was a big, all the banks started failing and the mortgage companies and everything started shifting. Well, I was in the real estate arena and um, all that started shifting, and I, I I saw the I saw how we built the business. So we built it on a lot of credit. We built it on credit cards. We built it on student loans. We built it on um, home equity lines of credit. We built it off cash, 401k savings, and I I literally saw at that moment. Um, that the way we, we had built business the way we had done things the money that we had generated that that moment was gone it was it left it, it that wasn't going to return for a long 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 time but the problem is you're in that phase where you have to maintain this lifestyle you have to maintain this image you have to maintain this this you know look that everything's okay with you even though you know the reality is everything's falling apart around you and that was one of those moments where i just realized that um Wow, things are shifting, and I'm not prepared. And and when you're in that phase where you think that you know the, you can conquer the world and that you're untouchable, and a hundred thousand dollars a month is going to be just normal for you for the rest of your life, that's where you that's where you just get you get your butt kicked. You get you get your your butt handed to you, and, and not so many words. But uh, that was kind of the moment where I just saw that things
0: things were starting to shift the other direction,
2: and it was a very 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 scary scary feeling. In that moment, because it was the first time it ever happened to me.
0: Right. You know, you might have already answered this, but how would you respond responded differently under the same circumstances today, knowing what you know now?
2: Well, the, the first and foremost, I would. The first thing I would do is I would, I would, I would kill my need to impress and pretend. I don't know if your listeners know what I mean by that, but when I when I realized that the thing that things were going south and that things were shifting in a different direction. I still had this need to impress and pretend to all the people that were around me that things were okay, I was fine, and you know nothing's going wrong, everything's going great. And if, knowing what I know now, I would have, I would have, I would immediately started downsizing my lifestyle immediately to to something that would be more, um, you know, that would be more congruent with what my ability to make money would be in the future. Because I don't care how much money you make when things shift south and you've created this, this lifestyle of uh, you know that you have to live and you've got the expenses the cars the you know everything all this lifestyle you you've developed around that income when things shift south and you don't adjust uh, you don't adjust your outflow of cash to your new ability to what you're able to create inflow that savings account those investments everything that you think that you're your cushion it can go away so fast It'll make your head spin. And you'll and you'll justify it in the process of going downward. You'll justify it. That, oh, I I need to keep this image because my business is relying upon it, and people think I'm this. And uh, my personal opinion is if I ever get in that situation again, my need to impress and pretend will go away. Uh, it won't matter anymore. I need to be smarter with my 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 finances because... When you're when you're not smart, you're, you put your family's whole well-being at risk, and, and I just, I'm never willing to do that again, ever again. So that's one thing I'd definitely do a lot different.
0: Outstanding advice. You know, again, you might have already answered this also, but what is one mistake you made in your first endeavor that you swear you'll never make again? I mean, and if you've already answered this, you know, just say so.
2: Well, no, I, I'm going to reiterate it a little bit because I think that, um, that it's a mistake that a rookie makes, and I, I kind of referred to it a little bit back called the race car the race car phase
0: mm.
2: of people's life. And mm-hmm. so when you have your first run of money, so if, if any of you on the phone have not had that first run of money, now I'm not saying you know hundred thousand dollars a year, but that's not a lot of money, but I'm, I'm talking a real run of money, like a million dollars a year. I mean, that's a lot of money. Then, that when you have that type of run don't ever convince yourself. In fact, my, one of my very good friends and I, and I guess, I, I take that back a million is a lot, but I mean, he's a guy that works for a company and he's, um, he makes about $350,000 a year and lives here, here in Utah, which is a, an amazing income anywhere in the country, but in Utah, I mean, that takes you a long, long way. Living in the same house, very comfortable, very affordable, um, beautiful house, drives very nice cars, and he started having this conversation with me about upgrading his lifestyle and I just said, look, Please do not make the rookie mistake that I made. That when you finally have some money, you have some cash to the bank, you have some you know, you have some freedom. I said, because you never know when that when that faucet's gonna turn off. And that and that's the mistake everybody makes is when they when they start making that kind of money they think that it's never gonna end. That they're on this roll and it's just gonna keep going and going and going. But that's not the reality of business cycles. They shift and I just we had this in fact it was New Year's Eve this year, so or just a couple of days ago. So I I, I said to him, I said Look, don't do it. Don't, don't be tempted to do it. I said pay off your house, pay off your cars, put money in the bank, buy investment properties, buy, buy things that will, will continue to support your lifestyle so that when, if that day ever comes, which it will, your, your employers is going to come in and say we're done or something changes or there's a fallout in the partnership. or That's just business. That's just life. It's going to come where you're going to have to retool where you're going to have to re-engage and go find a new job or go find a new business or retool your skill set, the worst position you can ever be in is in that position with no resources. Because then you get into what's called desperation, where you're desperate to find something new, you're desperate to find something that will fulfill, and you don't make good decisions. So being in a position where you have a lot of resources available to you and you're not worried about making your house payment or making your your rent or making your your lifestyle working, and you have a good six month to a year cushion where you could ride out the storm or or retool and that that's the that's the thing i would do 100 percent different so when i have my next run of cash which i know i will there's no doubt in my mind that i'll have a very very large run of cash again i'm not going to make that mistake with upgrading my lifestyle just you know they're a little nice things here and there but i'm going to create comfort and security versus trying to impress and pretend out in the world that i'm doing awesome and Everybody should be like me and that ego-driven stuff. Uh, it's, that's gone. I'm mm-hmm. absolutely gone. I'm done
0: with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, the reason I asked you personally to be on this show was because I witnessed all of this firsthand. I mean, you're an amazing leader. You're a top-notch producer. And I just know those types of skills, they're going to serve you wherever you go in anything that you're up to. And I know you have something new that you're working on. It's very exciting and groundbreaking, if you will. And I'm very excited to be a part of it, but I still don't know too much about it. But based on what I know of you, I was like, you know, if Justin is in, I'm in. I can learn more about it later. Just I want to get in now. So if you could tell us a little bit about your do-over.
2: Okay, great. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Well, um, you know, after I after I had that eight-year run um, of my last company, I, at the end of that run of May of this year, Um, I sat down with one of my business partners who had a very similar run, and he was in the same company but just had a very similar run. We swapped, you know, first, second, third place in income in that that company for a long time. We sat down in June because he had resigned from that company a few months previous to that, too, and uh, just kind of sat down and said, okay, you know, what was it? What, what, how did we, how did you go from working at dry cleaners to making one point seven million dollars a year? How did I go from making seventy five grand a year to one point two million dollars a year? How did we do that? I mean, what was one of the common things that were that was you know prevalent that helped us do that? And you know, there's a lot of the components that were involved, but there was one thing that kind of stuck out in both of our minds, and we said to ourselves, well, who was our coach? Who was mentoring us? Who was training us? Who was who was giving us the skill sets that we needed to actually succeed in the marketplace? And for some of you in the phone, may or may not have heard of uh, Og Mandino, who was an author of a book, who wrote uh, a book called The Greatest Salesman in the World. Well, in '96, Og passed away, and a few years later, one of our good friends, Dave Blanchard, um, picked up the Og principles, picked up the Og book, the rights, uh, the sales material, I mean, everything that's associated with it. And in 2002, in my uh, previous business I was referring to, I had an opportunity to meet Dave, and for the first six months of that business, I was hitting a wall that was just insane. I, I could not make money to save my life, and and i and one of my good friends, Chad, the one I was referring to. He said, "Well, why don't you come over to you know this weekend workshop that Dave Blanchard is putting off, uh, putting on? It's called the, you know, um, you know it's 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 an event that he's put on. He goes over the Aug principles. There's this assessment you can take that will measure your thought patterns and determine which ones are holding you back and which ones are supporting your success." And I just, uh, I was really resistant at first because I was like, I don't need any sales training. I mean, I have my master's degree. I know I can sell. I've done sales before. I was really resistant to it. But, well, you know, I eventually caved in and said, okay, I'm fine, I'm, I'm coming. Well, I spent $3,000 for that weekend re- retreat, uh, so to speak. And uh, that, was the, that was the beginning. That was when next, the following month, I uh, I made $19,000. That was my first big month in that business. Made $19,000, and then I went to, you know, 30,000, and then I went to 50,000, and then you know, I kind of explained my results since then. And it was something that Dave had actually taught me um, from the scrolls, but also one of the things that he teaches is um, connecting with people, and how do you connect with people to get them to, uh, in, in a spot where their walls of resistance come down. Now, what do I mean by walls of resistance? Well, let's say you're you're, you're in business for yourself, I'm just going to use an example that you're in car sales because it's, it's an easy one that all of us can relate to. Well, when you, when someone walks onto a lot, what's the natural tendency of the person who's walking on the lot to buy a car to the salesperson? Well, they instantly put up walls of resistance. I don't want this guy to talk to me. I don't want him to sell me a car. I don't, I don't want to buy a car today. I mean, or, you know, the, all types of walls of resistance come up around that. And, um, and, um, and, and if a salesperson or an entrepreneur or a business owner, even an employee, if you don't know how to break down walls of resistance as people throw them towards you for whatever product you sell or whatever product you market or whatever you're doing for a living, if you don't know how to do that effectively, uh, and you might know how to do it a little bit, but even more effectively, you're not going to make a lot of money at what you do. So that weekend completely changed my life. And that was just one of the many, 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 many things that Dave Blanchard and the Dino Group taught me over the next eight years, but also my teams, my leaders, myself, uh, my all, all my my people. I mean, I had him at my Super Saturdays, I had him at my my regional trainings, I had him coaching a lot of my top leaders. I mean, and it was just, and that was the same thing that happened to Chad. Is that that's a, the same thing was happened happened to him? And we just said, wow, that's a common congruency among both our teams that was, uh, which perpetuated our success. And so, um, uh, in June of this year, we said, well, let's go talk to Dave Blanchard. Let's see if he's let's see if he's open to. Uh, you know, going out and spreading the message about the Augment principles and what they're doing. And we went and approached him, and he's like, you guys, you couldn't have hit me at a more perfect time. I've, uh, you know, I just finished putting all this online. I've just created the assessment online. This assessment thing used to be like a 32-page report that you'd have to have a coach debrief with you. And it was all online. So people could literally take an assessment on their thought patterns and determine which ones are supporting their success and which ones are holding them back we like amazing. I said, what about the content? What about the product? What about the delivery of the education? He's like, it's all, all skills. It's all deliverable. We can put a, we can, we can deliver it in the United States, all the way to Canada. I mean, anywhere in the world, we can deliver this content. It's very, very, very scalable. And so we decided we want to, uh, to join Dave, and we set up an affiliate program. And uh, in the last uh, seven months, we've uh, got about, I think we're about 60 plus affiliates that are working with us and marketing the education. And here's the cool part is that we're not just talking to individuals. We're talking to corporations. We're talking to large teams and MLMs. We're talking to sales teams. We're talking to two executive teams. We just put a proposal together last week for a um, for a company that teaches teachers how to teach. So we're going to train their salespeople first, and then after that, then we're going to go out there and, and, and use the education and roll it out to, to their whole organization. They have 600,000 teachers that they train nationwide um, as their business model, and it's just been really, really, really fun. But it all starts that assessment, in teaching people, or just helping people understand that literally our thoughts will determine our actions, and our actions determine our well, our actions, uh, you know, determine our ability to succeed. And if people's thought patterns, and and right now more t- more so than ever, people's thought patterns are just, I mean, they're they're it's stressful. They're just, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. People are stressed right now. And when people are stressed and when they 're worried about their careers they 're worried about their jobs they 're worried about you know their finances, they start mentally start shutting down internally and when you start shutting down internally you can 't perform and uh, so it 's just a really really fun space to be in that i 'm that i 'm more excited about uh, because you know i 'm here to make money don't don 't get me wrong I, I want to make money and I want to make a lot of money doing this but uh, it's really fun to be in a space where we're not focused on just money. We're not pitching money as the as the solution. We're pitching, hey, come and let's help you and assist you to get your thought patterns into alignment so you can succeed at whatever you're doing. And and that's not only true with their businesses, but with their career, but also their marriages, their relationships. And th- this stuff applies to everything. And uh, you know, it's just it's really really fun. Does that give you a good explanation of kind of what we're doing there, Matt? Or take a little
0: bit more. No, that that was perfect. I mean, I see how it affects everything. Your professional and your personal life alike. And, and I was able to take the assessment and it revealed some incredible stuff about myself that I was unaware of and it was really eye-opening. I mean, what a gift. I mean, especially being free and, and I wanted to make that available to my listeners. So, if they want to take the free assessment, where should they go to do that?
2: Um, happen go to think with intent. So, think with intent. I am T-E-N-T dot com so think with intent dot com would be a good place for them me go take it and that way we can and then we'll call them up and uh set up a a debrief for our coaches to um you know to have them go through their assessment and let them identify the areas that are really holding them back because i mean Matt, you're the do over guy and which is i love your title um but you but you got to remember too if if we we can do things over but what's the definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. So if we, are, if we're still carrying our bad habits into our new venture, we're, our, the same problems and frustrations are going to keep showing up there too. So that's why I think that you decided to, to you know work with us and join with us because this is a component of people having a successful do-over. That once you, the, how you and identifying the things that are truly holding you back, the thought patterns that are, that are holding you back. And, and I what's so fun, you guys, is that we're seeing. We're seeing in these assessments that people are still putting on a pretty good front out in the marketplace. They're still they're still showing that things are okay. But when you when you look at the interior side of the of the equation, when you look in their insides about how they think about when they're you know what they think about when they're by themselves and looking in the mirror or they how they're dealing with rejection and frustration. I mean, it is amazing how much uh, how much is showing up in this assessment where it's red and orange, which means it's off balanced. Um, man, people are people are struggling, and I, and I'm not talking about just the in just some people, it's almost across the board, everybody from CEOs to major leaders to, you know, the presidents of CEOs of corporations to the guy next door that lives next to you that's struggling with their, their marriage or their finances. I mean, it's, it's universal. And what we have here is the ability to help them get their thought patterns back into alignment and intentionally create what they want to create in spite of the firestorm. So in spite of, even though those things won't go away, they, they, we want to teach them how to intentionally create whatever they're trying to create, whether it's a better relationship, better career, better business, whatever, whatever it may be, even though the, other, the firestorms still exist. Because those, those won't go away. We're just going to teach you how to deal with them so you can continue to produce in spite of those firestorms.
0: Definitely. I mean, it's having the, that kind of effect on my life already. You know, and I noticed, noticed you mentioned the definition of insanity. You know, if you do the same things over and over, expecting a different result, I mean, that's absolutely insane. And you could easily insert the word think for the word do. I mean, if you think the same things over and over again, expecting a different result, that's still insanity, maybe, maybe even more so. And the logic, I mean, it would be just as sound as our thoughts proceed our actions i mean that definition of insanity whether you're doing or thinking the same thing over and over again expecting a different result it's the same thing and the thoughts that got you here are not going to get you where do you want to go and it's that logic that has caused me to align myself with your company and your company's mission. I mean, I was a big fan of Mandino's book, The Greatest Salesman in the World, long before your business was in place and actually long before I knew you for that matter. So it seemed to be a blessing for such an opportunity to arise at this time. I mean, it was just perfect timing for me. And I'm grateful for you bringing this to my attention and, and now sharing it with my listeners. So in your new endeavor, what new habits have you had to adopt?
2: Well, the first the first one of the biggest one was... Um, Take the focus and the emphasis off of money, um, and that might sound kind of weird because you know a lot of people are one of their their drive is to make money, and I, and I get that. I, I'm very very much money motivated. But mm-hmm. one of the habits that I had to really get away from is, you know, when when I'm sitting down with someone and I'm trying to assist them or, or guide them towards their goals, I used to do this in the very beginning, and this is why I believe I was so successful. What I did in that last one is because I was very very conscious of. Someone's needs and what they're trying to accomplish. It was all about them, and it wasn't about me, and it wasn't about making a sale. It wasn't about, you know, the commission that I was going to make. It was about serving them, serving people. And I really got away from that because remember I was talking about how when you get your lifestyle so big that you've got to maintain that income, otherwise your lifestyle starts falling apart. Well, then you start losing your you start losing your principles on how you built your your success. And I started losing those principles, and I started going after desperation. Because I was trying to just maintain and puff up and balance and juggle this lifestyle, and it didn't matter who I hurt or who I destroyed or who I I, I hindered in the process. And so, one of those habits that I've gotten back to um, is about just connecting with people and and being there as as service. And that's what that's why I, when you asked if I will do something over you know better next time, is I'm not going to increase that lifestyle this time because when you do that, you create so much pressure as a producer. As someone who has to um, perform, otherwise people start not uh, being paid, or you know, kid, little kids don't get fed. I mean, that's just too much pressure. And I don't want that anymore. So, because I like the habit of serving people, I like the habit of stepping in their world. I like the habit of getting in there and saying, "Hey, wh- how can I serve you today?" It's not about me making a sale. Although eventually I will make a sale, because it, when you connect with people and their walls come down, it's it's not hard to connect with them and 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 move them towards whatever objective you have. But I, um, you know, I, I got back to that habit of connecting with people.
0: Yeah, you are definitely a connector, one of the best that I know. How are you using technology today in your do-over?
2: Well, um, still using a lot of constant contact, which is email, email database. But one of the things that I've actually, um, have actually adopted is start using more text messages and having people opt into my text message thing. Because um, you know, email has a certain hit rate but there, but text messaging has a very, very high hit rate with people because their cell phones are always on them and. Most people check their text, and they read them. They they don't just delete them like they do a lot of emails. So I I'm, I don't know if I, you want me to throw out the name of the company I use because oh yes it, definitely really good. it's TextWire yeah TextWire dot TextWire dot com um it's it's not cheap just so you guys know I mean texting and having that database of people you're texting to is not cheap but it's very effective so that's one of the things I've been using more effectively is having opt in texting where people opt into my to my by deal, and I send out notices. I send out information. I send out all via text. So that's one of the things I've been using because in this in this economy, you have to have a lot more touches and a lot more feels with people. They have to they have to really feel connected with you because people are getting bombarded so much right now with so much information that um, if they don't have three, four, five, six, seven touches with whatever you're trying to accomplish. It's no longer a one-two touch game where you just, you know, call them up and say hi, or or talk to them once or twice about whatever you're doing, in the house and they're 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 jumping on board with you. It, it's a very much slower process now. So texting, I found, is a very very effective way to do that, where you're not intruding on them too much, but uh, and they've opted into it. So you just you provide the little touches.
0: I'd like that. Uh, I'm definitely going to look at that myself. I'd never heard of that service. Would you say that is the service or technology that's making the biggest difference for you right now, or is there another service that's making an even bigger impact?
2: Well, I'm more of a belly to belly kind of guy with with respect to business, but what I'm finding is that the social networking is really, um, is really become a, a big part of my business too. And once it goes back to those multiple touches on, 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 on many different topics, and so that so that people feel like they know you now, instead of just kind of just being this, you know, this. I don't know. I'm not saying a fantasy, but just kind of like a just someone out there that they know when you using the, the the social networking platforms like Facebook and Twitter, I'm finding that people get to know you a little bit more and more about you, and they see your personality, they see what your likes are, their dislikes, and you create a much better better relationship. And everybody knows that that's how business is created. It's through relationships. And so that's another area that excites me too. I don't know where it's going too, because I mean, even at Christmas, I was I was saying, um, you know, it felt like it felt like uh, Facebook was losing a little bit of its luster. I don't know if people were just checking out over the holidays and no one's responding, or everybody's kind of just tired of it for a little bit. But I think it is still the future. I think it's still the way that things are going to go. But um, um, you know, who knows where it's going to go? It's it's definitely amazing. I mean, if you think about it, Facebook has more users on Facebook than the whole population of the United States, in fact, many more users than the whole population of the United States. So definitely not going away, just how will how well it play out in your business.
0: Yep, social networking, it's definitely not going anywhere anytime soon. So tell me, Justin, with all of this great stuff that you've got going on in your life, what in your future is the most exciting?
2: You know, my, I am so excited about what we're doing here at the AWG Group simply because of the fact that I believe that I honestly believe that our country and um, the people who are... Well, it's not just the United States. It's all over the world. I, I believe that people are shutting down, and they're shutting down. And, and, I, and I believe this because I, I believe that we're experiencing a, a level of frustration and a level of fear and a level of um, economic downturn that we haven't experienced in our country since the Great Depression. And most of the people who are in the, in the world right now never even experienced the Great Depression never even had really that much of a and it's kind of crazy I'll say this you know how you talk about being on top of the world I literally said to myself that our generation has never had really that hard of a time I mean, now you're, me and I are pretty close to the same age and you can probably say that too that we really never really I mean because when we were kids it was the 70s and the 80s and they might have some challenges there but reality is us as adults we've never really had that, that big of a struggle in our lives wouldn't you agree with that?
0: Totally. Absolutely.
2: And then all of a sudden this just wham! It smacked us. And we're all going, what the crap? And we don't know how to deal with it. And what we're finding, and I thought it was just kind of just in the individual space and the, you know, some of these different things. But I'm telling you right now, the corporations in this country right now are shutting down internally. And here's why. Because their employees are dealing with the stresses of home life whether their whether spouse got laid off or their credit cards got, a, you know, or they over leveraged themselves or they bought into the liar loan thing or their, their marriages are falling apart. their are stressed. Their kids are falling apart. They're having drug. I mean, I'm not going to be a doomsday by any means, but I'm saying these things are playing out and showing up in corporations. I have one of our company here in, in Utah, actually all the West coast are one of the, one of the Berkshire Hathaway companies, but they they have they they did a survey of all their salespeople all their people who really drum up the business for the company, and they found that um, that they are so frustrated with management and upper management. And this is one of the best companies in the in the West Coast. I and mean, they've had, they have a stellar reputation, but they're they're frustrated because their salespeople their incomes down by a quarter to a half. And imagine that. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's people on the phone who that's happened to them, but. Imagine the stress and frustration that comes when if you're used to a certain lifestyle, and not, a, not even an extravagant lifestyle, but all of a sudden either your spouse gets laid off or your significant other or your income goes down by a half or a quarter. What kind of stress that creates for you and your family? And all of a sudden when someone wants to, like we talked about a little bit earlier, now when someone walks to that door and they're coming in to purchase some products, they're no longer in it to serve them and help them and really align the product with their need. They're in it for themselves that are in it for what cell can I make so I can feed my family to this week. And when that happens, you start pushing off these walls and, and it's just a, it's a downward spiral. So they've hired the augmentino group to come in first quarter and train all their sales managers how to get their people reengaged because on average, the average individual holds back a 40% reserve in any situation when, just on average, 40% reserve gets, of cooperation gets held back in any given relationship. So imagine what happens when there starts to be some frustrations, some challenges. You know that's why when we get to the point where the, that level of frustration is so high that people are 80, 90 percent of lack of cooperation. That's why people start to quit jobs, they start to get away from situations, they start to get, start, divorces start happening. Those things start happening, and there's so many people who are at that level of their level of cooperation with their employer, with their spouse, with their relationships. It's so high right now because they just are. They're so frustrated. That it's shutting them down internally. So what am I excited about? Because we have the solution. We absolutely have the solution. We know how to get people back into the, the, the proper thought patterns, how to open up that reserve of cooperation, and how to get them start producing in spite of a firestorm, in spite of the firestorms that are raging around them. And for me, that's so much fun because it, it feels it feels like I'm on a little bit of a mission here, where we have a great opportunity to make money but we got a great opportunity to help a lot of people who are dealing with some serious stuff and some serious challenges in their life. And, you know, that's so rewarding to see people their life switch around. And I don't say that because I think that's what's out there. That's what we've already experienced in just the six months that I've been working over here with the Augment group. I mean, I get I get emails and texts all the time saying, hey, I was at my last wits, my last string. I mean, gun-loaded type of stuff, and this saved my life. And that, that stuff... I mean, as serious as that sounds, and it is, I don't think most people are at that level, but where, whatever level they're at, they, they need some help. They absolutely need some help. And if we can give them some good ideas and some good solutions and we can measure their thought patterns and find out which ones are holding them back and which ones are supporting their success and then coach them back into alignment so they can continue to produce. I don't know, Matt, you've heard this before. because We've talked about this before, but 10 times more millionaires are in a down economy than an up economy.
0: Yep, definitely.
2: And I believe the difference is those who can, those who can produce. Because no one's no one's without firestorms, but those can, that can produce in spite of the firestorm are the ones that make the most money in this down economy. And I don't know if it's getting better or getting worse. I, I, I. My, my personal gut is it's it's we're going to be status quo for at least at least 2011. I don't think it's getting any better. Hopefully, not any worse. But um, the firestorms are going to rage, and we've got to learn how to produce inside of the firestorms, because those are the ones that will will come out on top of this um, this down economy. So, so if you want to know what you're thinking or how it's holding you back, go to ThinkWithIntent.com. ThinkWithIntent.com. Let's do an assessment on you. It only takes about 10 minutes, and then we'll line you up with one of our Og certified coaches, and they can do a debrief on your assessment and help you show and assist you in showing you where which thought patterns where, you know, are your are your biggest risk of succeeding and uh don't please don't be arrogant with this and think that oh i've got it all figured out and i'm telling you i've got guys that are, i got a guy right now that's making five million dollars a year right now he's still making five million dollars a year and his assessment was a mess he's got so many internal struggles that it's just it's 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 baffling so he's making five million dollars a year but he's so miserable and unhappy right now and we're here to serve him and help him and his team and, and get him and his team back on track so no matter where you're at, we can assist you and, uh, and sh- right. Regardless, it's kind of a fun exercise to go through.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a fun exercise to go through. I can attest to that. So, you'd recommend someone in middle management, senior management, and owner of a corporation or even a small business? You'd recommend they get started with the free assessment as well.
2: Absolutely, go to the assessment. Once people take the assessment and they go through the debriefing process, you'll get what we what we do, and you'll you'll be blo- you'll be blown away. You'll be going, "Wow, this is really neat." And it's not hokey-pokey stuff. It's, it's legitimate principle-based education that will, um, that will show you, um, that will show you what, uh, what's going on. So,
0: <laughs> You know, I'm glad you said that because the first time you told me about it, I thought I was a little hokey-pokey myself. But, but no doubt, the results of the assessment and the experience itself, I mean, it totally exceeded my expectations.
2: Yeah. I know when I first talked to you, you're like, eh. and then once you did it, you're like, oh, wow, this is really cool. And it's not. I want to make a distinction too. It's not skill set training too. It's more the softer side, and then and I kind of think of it as like kind of like you think of a baseball diamond. You know, you got the coach up on the home plate going, "Okay, get up here and let's swing." I can show you how to do a single, a double, a triple. You know, the skill set side. But then he's got the whole team over in the dugout going. I don't know if I even want to get up there, And and that's where most people are at right now. So we kind of own that space between the dugout and the home plate where we can really get them in the in the proper mindset. So when they get up to the home plate and they got someone teaching them how to do what they want, what they need to do, the skill set side, they can actually receive it and apply it So instead of being shut down internally. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah, great analogy. You know, as we're beginning to wrap this up, what's one piece of advice you would give someone who is currently finding themselves at a low point and are looking for their do-over, they're contemplating how to start over in life?
2: You know, I'll give it from the piece of advice that some of my, I mean, 36 years old, but um, I still hang out with my high school buddies. Every every two or three times a year, we get together and and uh, you know play cards and have a night out. And the, the day before New Year's Eve, I sat down with all my friends. I just shared with them kind of the the roller coaster I've been through in the last couple of years. And uh, one of my one of my good friends, he's an attorney, and he said, you know what? I see I see this happen all the time. I see I see the guys and the gals that have made a ton of money and they're down on themselves, and they've lost it, or they're, they're trying to start over again, he's all, he's all just remember this. He goes, Don't get down on yourself, because you, those are just cycles. Those are just business cycles. Those are ups and the downs of business. He'll The one thing that will kill you in any do-over, and I'll, I'll use your reference because I think, it's, I think it's very appropriate. One thing that will kill you in any do-over is if you lose your self-confidence. If you lose your if you lose your belief in you that you have the ability to go out and produce, and that was that was huge for me because he's like I knew you were going to succeed before you even had your first run. He goes, you had the drive, you had the passion, you had the you had the you had you had the drive to make it happen. And it was a huge compliment coming from one of my my good friends saying, you know, you're going to do it again. I'm like, I, I know I'm going to do it again. And he goes, but just don't lose that because when you're when you've lost a lot and you're trying to do something over again. A lot of the times that's the, that's the mental struggle we're, we're battling with back and forth, back and forth, is whether it was a one hit wonder or, or whether we, it was a fluke that we succeeded, or whatever it may be, But the reality is it's not. It's, it's not a fluke. It's business cycles that take place, and you just don't lose confidence in yourself. You have talents. You have abilities. You have the ability to create it's whether you it's whether you apply yourself and, and and I think that's for your listeners who are on this today, I am so glad that I have the of principles I'm so glad that i have i'm surround myself with people who think like this because it it is a mental it's a it's a mental torture to put yourself through to start doubting your self confidence and the ability your abilities to go out there and produce again and we can measure it over here I don't mean to pitch it again that's what we' they need they need us but kind of I mean, I, I don't even—I don't know how I would—I don't know how I would do it if I didn't have this, because it, because those days when you're feeling bad or you're feeling you're having your own pity party or there's a lot of rejection in your life or someone something's not going the way you wanted it to go, I mean that's when that's when principles show up. That's when you have to have your principles, um, and and what we do over here is we'll give you that that foundational principle base that will help you go go through all the challenges and struggles you may be inc- incurring right now in your life. So that's the advice I've got. Don't lose faith in yourself, man. It's, that's all. I thought you're your biggest asset.
0: Once again, great advice, Justin. And thank you for that. And thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule and sharing your words of wisdom today. You know, the best of luck to you. And, and just thanks again. I know you're a very busy man. Thanks for being here.
2: Okay. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for
0: having me on. All right, another great, great call. And I'm just so grateful Justin could be with us today. I mean, I hope you're taking notes. There's some really invaluable lessons in there. I mean, some of which you'll never read in a book, most of which only the school of hard knock you can deliver. So again, thanks to Justin for taking one for the team, so to speak, and sharing his insight. And what you heard, that's Justin's hindsight. What you want to do is transform it into your foresight and don't make the same mistakes. I mean, if you do, your time here today will have been wasted. It will have been completely wasted. And hopefully, I mean, that's all that you would lose is just your time. Justin took the hit for you. And now that you've heard about it, you don't have to. That's the good news. So that's it for this episode. I know last show I said we would be covering at least five different forms of passive income and I'm still going to do that. But rather than just share with you what they are, I thought it would be better if I could actually pull together some solid, reputable resources that would actually show you how to pursue and create passive income for yourself and and make it work in your life. So it's taken a little longer than I thought as I don't want to steer you in the wrong direction and I want to make sure every time I refer you to something, it's something I've tried myself. So I've got most of them down. There's just a couple others that I'm actually implementing in my life as well. And I want to give them a little bit of time and, and try it out before I point you in that direction and recommend that as a resource to you. And that's just my personal philosophy. I don't want to recommend to you anything that I haven't tried on for myself. So I'm not sure if I'll get to that in the next episode, but I'm going to try my hardest though. And in the interest of maintaining integrity around my recommendations to you, I, just, I might need another week or so. Nonetheless, next show will be awesome. That I promise. So your homework today go to thinkwithintent.com and take the free assessment Justin talked about today. That's your action step for today. And remember, nothing happens until something moves. This show, it's not your learn over. It's your do over. All right. So if you like what you heard today and or if there's something you'd like to hear more of as you begin a new life, as you do over, please visit iTunes at your convenience and leave your comments and suggestions. Much, much appreciated. I am Matt, the do over guy, and I will see you next time on your do over. Thank you
1: for tuning in to your do over, where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. And remember, knowledge is potential power. Take action, Take action on what you learned today. This is not your learn over, it's your do over. To view the resources referenced in today's show and to retrieve a complete show transcript, visit www.thedooverguy.com. Stay connected with Matt the Do-Over Guy Terrio, on Twitter at The do Guy and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash dooverguru.